0: We look at the data provided to us by Statistics South Africa over an 18-year period uh, that shows uh, remarkable improvement in services uh, such as electricity, water provision and access to sanitation and also the number of households uh, that have increased in that period.
1: And is there any indication as to what these can be attributed to? We know that
0: uh, this is attributed to government policies such as the uh, government policy of RDT, reconstruction and development program that was introduced in 1994-95 with the aim of uh, making sure that people who previously didn't have access to these services were now able to get them. And also the government policy of VE to some extent has contributed to a lot of uh, the black middle class being able to purchase their homes because if you look at the information, uh, the government provided just over 2.8 million uh, households over that period to poor households. But uh, the middle class also contributed by also adding some 3 million houses of their own that they were able to buy without government assistance. So on the whole, it is delivered government policies that have contributed to this scenario.
1: But backlogs still exist because the proportion of those living in informal dwellings, and that fell from 16% to 13%. Is that number significant enough?
0: Yes, you have 2 million households living in informal settlements, but that cannot be related to this. Remember, there are people who have benefited from government programs who are living in rural areas. And the only reason that they flood uh, to urban areas is not because of a lack of housing or any of the other services that they mention in this report. It's because they are uprooted from their communities uh, because they are looking for work in urban areas where uh, economic opportunities are traditionally much better in South Africa, as we know. So you might have a person that has got a house, that has got access to electricity and all the other social amenities associated with housing, but then they have to leave because there are no employment opportunities. And therefore they go and go to a place and, you know, where there is no infrastructure. For instance, if you look at how things very
1: densely populated. But Cohen, still many complain to us that their current socio-economic conditions are not conducive to development. So that said, is there a sense that these statistics are not translating to the situation on the ground?
0: If you go to the ground and ask uh, ordinary people, they tell you, uh, most of them, the majority will tell you that their livelihoods have improved enormously since these services have been provided and delivered to them. But you have a problem with uh, the increase in population numbers.